All right, welcome to Viewpoint Ministries, and uh, this is our podcast. Of course, usually we have these after we finish a live uh, stream program. On the live stream side, we talked about understanding um, Okay, so we talk about worshiping God is a matter of the heart. Worshiping God is a matter of the heart. That's what we talk about. But on this side, though, we're going to be looking at understanding the doctrine of worship. Well, what is worship to you? Is just a mirror of singing and, you know, you're in your house or you know, kitchen somewhere. You're just singing. You're driving. You're just singing. It's just what we have actually reduced worshiping God to. Uh, what it is, what is all about? How can we create the environment of worshiping God? You know, what are the things that we understand when we hear the word, let us worship God? Well, to help us with this and all that, Pradhan Minister Deborah Adu, thank you so much for joining us on this part. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, I must say indeed that uh, on the live side, when we had to talk about the worshiping God, is a matter of the heart. Was a powerful one, and I will rec- I will encourage anyone who come across this podcast to go there and listen in detail because I'm sure some of the stuff you say there you will repeat here, but they would not and uh, be able to hear much detail on this side compared to them going to there. Uh, you know, they can listen on uh, Facebook page Viewpoint Ministries or on the YouTube side Viewpoint uh, Ministries. Uh, well, on this side, we're looking at this topic right here, understanding the doctrine of worship. What do you have for us on these? Um, what is what is doctrine of worship? How can we create an environment where, you know, worship will be our lifestyle and things like that? But what, what is it to you? Over to you. Um, the doctrine of worship is honestly just understanding the way God wants to be adored. And we just have to understand the way God wants to be um, revered. He wants to be um, loved. You know, just, that's what really the doctrine of worship really is, I believe. I believe it's also just understanding the nature of God. Like I said, um, in in the live session, um, I feel like something that in the story of Cain and Abel, something that Cain didn't understand, he didn't understand the nature of God. He didn't understand what, 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 what God was asking him to do, what that meant to God, and what God expected him to have in his heart when he gave um, his sacrifice. So I think what worship is is understanding the heart posture that God wants you to take. You know, understand what God deems as pleasing worship from you especially and that's important because everyone's different and God made you differently from everyone so he knows you and he knows what he wants to hear from you you know that's why even though there's so many singers out there I'm just gonna say it from a singing standpoint there's so many singers out there so many voices and it makes people realize or wonder what's so different about mine why does God want to hear mine he has so many voices out there I mean he can he can get you know someone else to sing this why does it have to be me but we have to understand that just as intricately as God has made us, he has made our voice distinct to him as well. Like he wants to hear you. So understanding that, understanding the doctrine of worship is also understanding that worship from you 
is pleasing to God. It's what he wants. Thank you so much. Understanding that worship from us to God is what he wants, what he wants to hear. Uh, if God has made over 8 billion people on planet right now, mm -hmm. our fingerprint is different, our facial, our iris is different, uh, which is why they use those things for identification purpose. Then, mm -hmm. yes, I will agree that our voice is also different. Now, we might try to clone and you know, mimic people. Nonetheless, the author knows what is the original. Mm -hmm. I try as much as possible to sound like uh, a, a, a particular musician or a particular uh, praise and worship leader, but that person's voice is unique to God because mm -hmm. what he says, I am fearfully and wonderfully. Yeah. I am unique. I'm made in this image. So everything about me is unique and it is only the maker of a product that understand that product in particular. So God has made us to be so. Well, uh, we are winding down here and I want you to just, you know, like we did on the live side, that, uh, what is your advice to those who, uh, you know, maybe again, Worshiping God goes beyond just thinking, right? It's all about what we do. But in this case, we are likening to those who are in that position, maybe worship leader at the lead praise and worship. And they hear what you say here and they even listen on the uh, YouTube side uh, where we talk, you know, for a whole hour. Uh, and they are going through a particular challenge right now. And they hear you, they're like, yeah. I'm going through that too. Only God can help me. What is your advice to them? What is your encouragement to them? How can they return back to the original purpose, the original intent of God for their life? Over to you. Um, one thing I would say, um, don't get stuck in the cycle of shame. So, you know, thinking about how you haven't been worshiping God since then, or, um, being down on yourself because you don't feel like you worshiped in the right way so one thing i said um in the in the live is that only god knows what is truly pleasing to him like we can't dictate that so even you as a worship leader don't try to dictate what is good you know uh, i found myself asking a question um recently god is this is is this what you want to hear like is this what like is this what you want to hear? Is this the sound that you want to hear? Even if it, we may even think that something sounds bad, but to God, it was like one of the most sweetest melodies ever. Like I know I sometimes I find myself um, after ministration, uh, I'm like, Ugh, oh my God, I sounded so bad. I don't like the way I sounded. And someone will come up to me and say, oh my goodness, I had an encounter with God during your, your ministration. I, I, wow, like I didn't, I didn't know God can touch me this way. There's just so many testimonies, you know, about that. So we have to understand that it's not about us. <laughs> it's not about you. Um, God, it's, it's literally about God. It's about giving him glory and honor and worship. So one thing I would advise you to do is that before you minister anything, say a, pr a prayer of surrender. Lord, I surrender my gift to you. I surrender my gift for your use. I take away take away all sense of flesh, take away all sense of self, 
even sometimes make me not even cognizant of what I'm singing. Just use me the way you you want, the way you want. You have to pray that prayer of surrender. That's the only way that God can really like use you. I don't want God to, I don't know how to put it, but I don't, I never want to get to a point in ministry where God is like, I have to work around you to do my will. Even though I'm serving him, God is like, I have to, I have to go over your voice or around your voice in order to touch your people. I want God to work through me. So let that be a prayer that you pray. Well, I don't want to open another kind of one because <laughs> ah, you said that and it's so powerful uh, where we get to the point and God is like, well, I got to do something. I have to get my things done and then go bypass me. Mm. You died. That is called replacement. And that is the reality of life when it comes to God's agenda, instead of his agenda to suffer, instead of God's agenda not to come to pass, it will change the messenger. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be replaced. I don't want to be changed. But mm -hmm. if I do it the way you want, it's going to change me. You know, I was listening to a, a man of God recently, my family, he was giving an illustration of why, what makes him to gather up strength and keep running again is uh, when, when you look at those who play footballs right mm -hmm. uh, who play soccer you see some people they play it's goals for 90 minutes but some people play for 80 minutes and mm -hmm. in all this you have some people on the side call reserved and they are sitting not because they don't know how to play but they're just sitting to be to replace someone who either get tired or get injured you know things like mm -hmm. that wear the jersey and they wear something on top of it and you can see them sometimes on the side warming up and things yeah. happen even in this in, in the kingdom as well where god has called you to be uh, uh to sing god has called you to usher god has called you um like one of our brother does reading bible every sunday to people mm -hmm. right god has called you to do different things and you're like uh why is it gotta be me that I'll be doing this every time? I'm tired, man. Is there no somebody else who can do it? And he was saying that, do you know that somebody can play 18 minutes and they substitute the person and they bring in somebody else and only play five, 10 minutes and they score? And when the game finish, it's like the whole game is about this person who came in just with 10 minutes and they score. <laughs> probably will show up on the, the on the board yeah. either you know as a scorer or whatever it is and the one that play 80 minutes is sitting mm -hmm. down nobody record nobody even want to remember because it's like oh he didn't you know, do anything <laughs> earlier enough maybe this man will have scored yeah so when I, when I remember that now it's kind of giving me also strength sometimes when i look at things that i get myself into and i'm like yeah and I look at there are really people who can do it better. And they would do it better than me. They would do it better. It's not because God don't have people who can do these things. There are people who would even do it better, who would spend their money, their everything in it to make it better. They're just waiting. And they're just waiting. Yeah, and watching. God will just bring somebody 
And then the next thing you start to hear, I thought somebody else used to do something like that before. Because they've given up. God have to bypass them. May I not be bypassed? Amen. Well, anyway, <laughs> stuff like this is really, uh, you know, it, 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 it's it's a thing that it, that brings me joy when we're talking like this. Uh, it serves as a reminder uh, of the things we do as Christians that we take for granted. It serves as an opportunity for me to make changes to certain things that I do that I shouldn't be doing, like Paul says, you know, things that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't do. <laughs> those things that i want to do don't really do that and you know on this platform we keep telling people it's not about just making you to feel the sense of guilt but when you do so to be able to have a repentant heart to be able to go to god and repent you know and like that says my family says and i got that strength again and i keep moving i don't want to be replaced well, thank you so much. Uh, it's uh, it's really nice having you, and I hope that we will get to have you again very soon. Thank you so much. By the way, Happy New Year! Uh, Merry <laughs> Christmas! <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Stay with me in the studio. All right, to so everyone who has uh, listened to us today, you have heard us to you know talk about the understanding. The doctrine of worship, you know, uh, our guest today, Minister Doris Adu, has given us ideas into this and has given us some words of encouragement. And as we have talked about, I hope that you go about this week knowing that everything you do is a way of worshiping God. When you are helping somebody else, you are actually doing it in worshiping God. When you are giving to God, you're doing it in worshiping God. Remember, uh, I, I think in the book of Matthew also, when he says, uh, I, I, I was naked, you did not clothe me. I was hungry, you didn't give me food. And the people say, when did we see you and you were naked, we didn't give you, we didn't clothe you. You were hungry, we didn't give you food. You were thirsty, we didn't give you what? He says, as much as you didn't do it to these people, my people, you didn't do it to me. So also it is that whatever you do, realize that you're doing it to worship God. And so do it, you know, with your whole heart. Like we said, worship is a matter of the heart. Do it with your whole heart. Do it excellent way and ensure God will bless you. So go this week and do something usual from something unusual rather from things that are usual you've been doing. Do something extraordinary this way. Things that you don't feel comfortable doing when it comes to the things of righteousness. Try to do it this way and God will bless you. Again, Harry me, your Solomon Oluwabi. Until next time, we hope that you will get to subscribe to all our podcast our platform as well as our YouTube platform, Newport Ministries. Uh, just, you know, search anywhere you're getting this podcast from. Look for us on YouTube, search and, you know, share, like, and let somebody else know that this program exists. Uh, again, don't forget that you can follow us on Facebook, Viewpoint Ministries, uh, as well. So, again, remain blessed and have a wonderful week, everyone. Thank you so much. Until then, bye for now.